Hello, 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 and welcome to another fantastic episode of My Orgasmic Life. Mm. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Gaia Morissette. I'm your holistic sexual wellness specialist and your guide on this adventure today. So we're doing another chapter from my latest series called Becoming a Better Lover series, and we are on chapter eight. Woohoo! We're going to talk about how expectations kill erections and orgasms. Dun dun dun! <laughs> All right, so let's get right into our juicy topic. What is expectational sex? Well, expectational sex is the sex that most of us have. There is an expectation, a goal-oriented experience. It's based on things like um, the goal could be having intercourse uh, or penetrative sex of some sort. Uh, that if there's a penis in, at the party, that it gets hard and it stays hard. Um, if, uh, you know, that everybody has an orgasm, that some of the goals can be ejaculation. Some of the goals can be expectational sex, cannot even be your own expectations of what's going to happen with yourself or your own body, but also what you expect your partner's body to do. So the expectation could be that you want your partner to ejaculate. You want your partner to have an orgasm. You want your partner to have multiple orgasms. These are all expectations. And there's also typically an expectation that in order to have a successful sexual experience, it has to take a certain sequence of makes a sequence of events. So often we that sequence may look like um, making out, groping, maybe maybe oral sex, leading to penetrative sex of some sort, whether that's intercourse or other forms of penetration. And then somebody has an orgasm, hopefully both parties have an orgasm that includes an ejaculation of some sort if there's a penis involved and, um, and then sex is done. Boring. <laughs> Nothing about that is like, None of that sounds fun or like exciting because first of all, you, and there's a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure, pressure everywhere. Okay. So expectational sex is all about goals, specific goals for yourself, your body or your partner or your party or your partner's body's response. What is explorational sex? Hmm. Well, this is about pleasure. Mm. It's all about all the different possibilities. It opens you up to really the only purpose of why you're having sexy time with this person or people, depending on what kind of sexual activity you're doing, um, that it really comes down to, am I giving pleasure and am I receiving pleasure? And pleasure comes in many, many forms. Anything from a, a light, soft touch to a kiss to uh, it includes everything, not just very specific sexual acts. And what this does is it frees everybody up from the expectational stress, 
high performance, high anxiety. Um, am I going to fail? Am I going to, am I good enough? It prevents all of those thoughts and feelings and experiences from happening because really you're just going on an adventure with somebody or some people and there is no goal and therefore there is no failure. As long as you are giving and receiving pleasure, that's it. Doesn't that sound fucking amazing? Well, it is. That's how I have sex. <laughs> it's incredible. Because now there's no pressure. And with no pressure, there's no performance anxiety, which we'll talk about in a moment. All right. So why do you think when we have expectational sex, goal-driven, goal-oriented, high-pressure sex, why do you think that might kill people's boners for all of the owners of erections, <laughs> all the owners of penises? Why do you think that might affect your penis? Just take a moment. Think about that. Well, the answer is because pressure is not sexy. Fear of failing is not sexy. Worried that you're not good enough is not sexy. So your penis is like, you know what, dude? I'm out of here. This is not a sexy party. I'm out. See ya. And the penis leaves the party. And the more the penis leaves the party, the more you're like, come on, don't leave the party. Don't leave the party. Don't leave the party. So now you're nagging it. Nagging's never been a, a, a sexy trade in anything. <laughs> Again, penis is like, dude, I'm so out of here. Okay? So the more, or, the more orgasm focused, the more ejaculation focused, the more intercourse and penetration focused, which is all falls into our expectational sex, the more likely your penis is going to abandon you at the party. Okay? And I have tons of clients who come see me that have erectile issues. And really, when we get right down to it, it's about the level of anxiety and what the mindset is of how you're having sex. Are you having expectational sex? Or are you having wonderful exploration sex? Which is just remember, as a reminder, it's about giving and receiving pleasure. That's it. All right. Now let's talk about the orgasms for all of the owners of the vaginas. <laughs> Guess what? We get performance anxiety too. Because there's all this pressure that you need to have an orgasm from your partner. Your partner is giving, is touching you, therefore you need to have an orgasm. They're having oral sex with you and you're like, oh, I should have an orgasm. Um, they're having intercourse with you. Oh, I should have an orgasm. They're penetrating you. I should have an orgasm. There's all this expectational pressure that is put on internally as well as externally to, and that if you don't have an orgasm that somehow you've failed and uh, your partner has failed and it was a horrible sexual experience. That doesn't sound like fun. I can honestly tell you that's because it's not fun. <laughs> There's nothing fun about that. 
<laughs> because the way in which we have orgasmic release, and this kind of goes for both owners of penises and vaginas, is that orgasm is the happy byproduct of enough pleasure. When your body has experienced enough pleasure, whether that's sensory pleasure, emotional pleasure, or orgasmic pleasure, it will respond in or orgasmic release. So we don't need to actually focus on the orgasm because the orgasm is the byproduct of the pleasure. Now, people who've been hanging out with me for a while and following me for a while, this isn't the first time I've talked about this, but if this, is, this concept is brand new for you, you might be like, what? No, it's about the orgasm. That's why I'm here. It's all about the orgasm. I'm here to tell you, if you want to have epic sex and you want to shift out of this place of performance anxiety and high pressured performance kind of sex, and you want to move into epic, orgasmic, the kind of sex that they write poems and songs and paintings and inspire art. <laughs> you really have to let go of the expectational sex. The more you're in that place, the less, even if you do have a successful experience, you only have an ounce, not even an ounce of the pleasure possibilities in expectational sex. You're limiting yourself to all the pleasure possibilities, not only that you can receive, but also that you can give to your partner and the ways that you can. Okay. So what is performance anxiety? Performance anxiety is basically there's a high pressure of expectations, whether that's external or internal, so either from others or within yourself, about you performing at your peak and that you must win and that you have to be successful. The higher the intensity of that expectation is, the more performance is expected of you, the higher the levels of anxiety are produced in who you are, in your body, in that moment, in that experience. So, that's not fucking sexy. That's <laughs> not sexy. That's not, first of all, you're not present in the moment with your partner. You're totally like, oh my God, I'm going to fail. I'm going to fail. I'm going to fail. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. I'm not going to be able to do it. What if they don't like it? What if I'm no good? What about all their other partners? I'm not the only one. Maybe, maybe they're thinking about their other partner who is much better than me than in this, at this moment, blah, blah, blah. Anywhere in that thought process that I just said that I was just doing, did any of that feel comfortable, fun, playful, sexy? Could orgasm live anywhere in there? Fuck no. <laughs> There's no way. No way that sexy can live in that, that vortex and that level of anxiety. The other thing is, it's really important, is that 
when we have that high expectational, which creates the performance, which expectations, which then creates the anxiety that's attached that you're going to fail those expectations, and we start to go and have anxiety, it also produces anxiety drugs in our bodies. So biochemical response to that. And those biochemicals are not conducive to having a rock and hard cock or your body to be in this nice relaxed state in order for you to orgasmically release, <laughs> right? That it's, it's counterproductive, completely counterproductive. And the major reason why, and I'm gonna say this again, the major reason why performance anxiety happens in the bedroom is because we have created expectational sex. Orgasm focus, intercourse focus, penetration focus, ejaculation focused, erection focused. lubrication focused <laughs> it's all about the focus focus focused instead of the oh i surrender and this feels lovely and this is nice and mm, oh yes that's good do more of that and oh i really like it when you touch my foot <laughs> i really like it when you touch my side boob i really like it when you you know nibble on my my earlobe that's where that explore explorational sex comes in that's where we release that anxiety sex is supposed to be fun sex is supposed to be relaxing sex is supposed to be a, sp a safe space in which we can connect with another human being or human beings depending on what kind of sexual activity you're having it's supposed to be this really beautiful ex exchange with another or other human beings. It's not supposed to be, do I suck? Do I measure up? Am I good enough? Do you like me? Are you, you know, are you going to respect me? Do you respect me? Oh, I'm just doing this because, you know, if I don't, you're going to leave me. None of those things are where we are supposed to drop into when it comes to sex and sexual expression with one another. So let's get rid of the expectational sex. Let's move to the explorational sex. Let's let go of the goals of whatever those goals are to shifting to pleasure being the goal. That's it, giving and receiving pleasure. And when we move out of those, we move from that high pressure goal oriented sex to giving and receiving pleasure sexual experiences, we free everyone. We free everyone in that experience to really truly have the most possible orgasmic pleasure possibilities. We open the doorway to what that could be. That could be a nosegasm, that could be an armpit gasm, that could be a knee gasm, that could be um, a full body, multiple, serial, orgasmic release that lasts for hours. It could be any of the pleasure possibilities. All of them are available to you. But when we, when we are in that expectational sex, 
they aren't open to you because you have a sequence of events and hopefully you meet those expectations so that you feel like that was a successful experience and hopefully your partner does, but that's usually not what happens. So let's throw away the expectations. Let's embrace the exploring pleasure. All right, so that's easier said than done. You're like, yeah, okay, that's great, Gaia, and I kind of get it and kind of makes sense. And, you know, but how do I control my mind? And how do I stop myself from, you know, going in down the rabbit hole of like, is my penis going to show up? Oh my God, I have to have an orgasm, or he's going to not have sex with me again and he's going to leave me. Like, how do I do this? You know, how do, how do you get out of your head and dropping into your body? So I have a great tool to help you with that. Actually, before that, before I get into there, or I have two tools to give you today. I want to talk, talk to you about, it's important that both parties or all parties involved are on the same page. So if you're moving from this place of explorational sex and your partner or partners are moving from an, a goal-oriented sexual experience, it's not going to be good. They're all going to be like, Let's, you know, this and this and this, and you're going to be like, whoa, can't we just be in the moment? <laughs> can we just, can't we just like enjoy the pleasure possibilities here, right? Slow the fuck down. Also, if your partner or partners in that moment have expectations and they're projecting those expectations onto you, that's not good. That's not going to help you feel comfortable and relaxed so you want everybody to be on the same page and the way that we do that is that it's and I'm going to show you the tools on how to have those conversations whether you're in a current sexual experience or it's a new potential play partner um, whether it's for you know one night or an ongoing uh, situation on how you have those conversations but it's really important that you're all on the same page all right so let's get to our first tool Mastering your own expectational sex thought process slash performance anxiety that you've created for yourself. <laughs> okay? So the first thing you're going to do when you start to feel like the brain going, and the body going, oh my God, and the anxiety starting to increase, you're going to stop for a second and you're going to ask yourself this question. You're like, Am I here for a particular goal? Am I moving from a goal, expectational sex place? Or am I here just to give and receive pleasure with my partner or partners? If the answer comes back, usually if you're anxious, the answer is probably going to come back that you're expectational goal oriented in that moment. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a little exercise. And you can do this exercise without even while you're in the throes of sexual interaction with, your, with the people that you're with, okay? So you're gonna take a deep breath in. When you breathe in, you're gonna squeeze your genitals. So it's, if you're not familiar, it's called Kegels, all right? You're gonna squeeze your genitals. As you squeeze in, as you inhale, as you exhale, you're gonna say in your mind, I'm only here to give and receive pleasure. Okay, so we're gonna breathe in, squeeze. 
In your head, you're gonna be like, as you're exhaling and relaxing your genitals, I'm only here to give and receive pleasure. You're gonna breathe in, squeeze, exhale, relax your genitals, and your head, you're gonna say, I'm only here to give and receive pleasure. Three times should be enough to reset what's going on in your noggin. If it doesn't, do three more times. Then, and you may have to, when you're first starting how to learn how to do this, like this is like a big change in your whole neural pathways, okay? So don't beat yourself up if you're like, oh, I'm back in expectational sex again. <laughs> it's okay. It's been a learned behavior. It's not only learned behavior, it's a cultural behavior. So, you know, it's okay. Just shake it off. Do your three kegels, your three breaths. Remind yourself, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm only here for pleasure, giving and receiving pleasure. I'm only here to give and receive pleasure. I'm only here to give, give and receive pleasure. Okay? Then you're going to drop into your body, your five senses. Sight, smell, taste, touch, and hearing. That'll help you pull out of your head or as I like to say, it'll help you pull your head out of your ass so that you can be present in the moment and be in your body in the senses. And sex is all about the senses. Sexy time is all about the senses. And it's important when I talk about sex, I don't talk, I'm not talking about intercourse. I'm not, that's not what I, when sex, sex is any kind of sexual activity that gives and receives pleasure. That could be kissing, that could be touching, that could be whispering sweet nothings and naughty naughtiness in each other's ears. That could be sexting. That could be anything that gives both emotional, any kind of physical, emotional, sexual tingliness, arousal, and pleasure. That is sex and sex tap. Okay. All right. So that's your first tool, mastering your own expectational sex. All right. The second tool I want to teach you about today is how to talk to your partners about moving out of expectational sex into giving and receiving pleasure. Because it's great that you've got this concept and you're all about on board with this concept, but how do you get your partner or partners to also get on board with this concept? Because remember, they too are moving from the same framework. So. First thing you want to say is to your partners is, so, and you can blame it on me, all right? I'm okay. I can take the blame, all right? So, you're going to say, so I was watching, the, or I was listening to Gaia, who is a holistic sexual wellness specialist, or you could just be like, hey, I was listening to this Gaia girl who talks about sex. And I think one of the reasons why I've been having performance anxiety is because I've been moving in an expectational sex way. Or... One of the ways I think maybe performance anxiety is showing up for you is because you're moving from expert, expectational sex, that we've both been moving from a place of expectational sex. And she talked about this concept of moving from expectational sex with no goals to um, explorational sex, which is the only goal is to give and receive pleasure and all of the pleasure possibilities that can exist in that. And so, this will open up the doorway instead of blaming anybody. You can be like, this is what I learned and it's really intriguing. What do you think about it? If it's a current partner. If it's a new partner, I would lean in and be like, so 
I don't have expectational sex. I only have exploratory sex. And how do you feel about that? Well, you probably have to explain it because most people won't know what you're talking about. And that's okay. Um, and then to ask them, how do they feel about that? Are they good with us just exploring each other's bodies and all the ways that we can give and receive pleasure to each other? Or are they going to be, is it really important for them to be goal-driven oriented? Because if they're goal-driven oriented, you probably shouldn't have sex with them. <laughs> it's not going to be a good time for you. Whether it's, it's, you know, on the pressure on for you to perform or the pressure for them to perform. And if they fail, then they, they, they go through a whole bunch of emotional drama and then they feel like a failure. And then you're supposed to emotionally pick them up and tell them that they're not a failure, but they're not going to listen to you because they feel like they're a failure. All of that, those conversations. Yeah. So I would have a hard limit which is, which I actually do have a hard limit, which is I don't have sex with anybody that's into expectational sex. <laughs> I just don't do it. Um, because it's just not good sex. I only want to have epic sex. <laughs> and epic sex lives without expectations. <laughs> Other, so my, or sorry, I should rephrase that. My only expectation of sex is that it's epic. And in order for it to be epic, I have to let go of all of my expectations. So take that. <laughs> all right. So that's how you have that conversation. Now, if you're part, and, and then what you need to do is if your partner has agreed to this, also it'd be great if you could have them watch or listen to this, um, this chapter. Um, that would be really helpful because then, then I can explain it to them so that they get it. Um, and that you don't have, there's not a lot of, so again, we don't want pressure on you. So we don't want any performance, performance of being able to explain it right. <laughs> so just have them listen. All right. That's an easy peasy way of doing that. Let me do, let me do it for you. And the key is, is that you really, really, really want to just explore and relax and enjoy one another and have those conversations. And at this point, you've, you know, you've already read all the chapters or listened to all the chapters about communication before, during, and after, you know, mapping out each other's body. So this is just a continuation of that. And now we're letting go of the expectations that are attached to it. Now you can just enjoy what, what, where you fit and what you want to explore and how you want to explore together. All right. That's it. That's all. I love you all. Ah, if you're like, oh, there's no way I can do this, or there's no way I can have a conversation, or my partner is not going to listen to this whatsoever, then I highly recommend you connect, connecting with me so we can maybe come up with some strategic ways in which we can support you in getting what you desire for in your life. And you can reach me at succulentliving.com. And you can find me on all the social media platforms under Gaia Morissette. And you can download um, and, and listen to My Orgasmic Life on your favorite podcast platforms. They're on Spotify, Google, um, you know, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spreaker. And if you don't have a podcast um, 
download app that you listen to, you can always find it on my website under my blog. Um, and you can, there's a play, there's a listener there that you can listen to. All right. So have a juicy day. May it be filled with no expectations <laughs> other than giving and receiving pleasure today. Mwah. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.